One of the hardest jobs for a founder and CEO is to hire a great engineering team. And if you're based in the Bay, competing with the salaries of Google and Facebook does not make it any easier, which is why I'm really excited to introduce our next sponsor, Turing. Turing makes it really easy to build a software engineering team. Go to Turing.com and they will find you hand-selective top-tier engineers that can work with you on a remote basis. Turing.com is backed by Foundation Capital, Founders Fund, other execs from Google, Facebook, Amazon, and more. And they are on a path to help companies like you find a remote engineering team and not spend years doing it. So if this is interesting to you in any capacity, I would check out Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com. And when they ask you, how'd you hear about Turing, make sure to tell them you came from the Forward Thinking Founders podcast, specifically tell them Matt Sherman 6, 6 is in the month June, and get that remote engineering team today, not in six months, not in a year, today. And by the way, you get a two-week risk-free trial to give it a shot. So what are you waiting for? Go to Turing.com, T-U-R-I-N-G.com, and I'll see you over there. Now let's get into the show. All right. How's it going, everyone? Welcome to another episode of Forward Thinking Founders, where we talk to founders about their companies, their visions for the future, and how the two collide. Today, I'm very excited to have on Chen and Matt, who are the co-founders of Aquifer. Welcome to the show, guys. How's it going? It's great. Thanks for having us on. Happy to be here, Matt. Yeah, happy to have both of you on as well. Looking forward to uh, taking a dive into what you're working on. For people that don't know what Aquifer is, can can one of you share what you're working on? Chen, you want to take that? Yeah, Aquifer Motion is an instant cinematic animation platform. So we usually think of animation as work that companies like Disney and Pixar and Fox and huge studios making amazing work. Um, and people love 3D animated video games and experiences, but regular people have no way to create this highly engaging, highly sticky type of content, and that's what Aquifer allows them to do. So we work with brands, uh, talent, and creators to generate highly engaging short-form video content using Aquifer. So there's a lot to unpack here. Um, I think I want to start with, I feel like in, in, this, in this conversation, the origin story or the reason why will be good to start with. And then we can go into how it works and like who uses this and whatnot. So, I mean, how did you, um, I like, would love to hear a little bit about the origin story. How did you decide to end up working on this and why, why this market, why this product? Well, we were, neither of us are people who set out to, to have a, quote unquote, startup. <laughs> so we, we've done a lot of work in VR and AR. And um, for me personally, my work has always been in like digital storytelling of some form, like video games, movies. Um, even back when I went to school, I went for, for screenwriting and playwriting. So we were doing all sorts of different work in that field. And um, we were working on a passion project, which um, is still gonna come out at some point soon that is a uh, a short cg movie and um there was no technology that did exactly what we wanted to do to animate the faces so um we wrote a piece of technology for our own use and then we started using it on all sorts of like movies and games 
that we were making for clients at the time. And um, we got a lot of interest when we went to SIGGRAPH one time, um, you know, which is the VFX and digital cinema, big giant conference every year. And um, we realized at that point that there was a lot of opportunity for this. So it started out becoming um, a little bit more focused on facial animation and a little bit more for more technical people. And then Chen and I have like never been afraid to see opportunities. And so like we, over time, and you can ask more about this later, cause this is like really the story of how it became what it is now. Um, for me personally, I realized like the thing I wrote was really what I needed as somebody who's not, um, I'm not a digital animator at all, but I have a background in storytelling and in filmmaking. Um, so someone like me really passionately wanted to have exist in the world. Um, and for the, the customers, um, Chen realized that there are way more customers that are hungry for something that can make animated content when you have zero animation ability, but you have like a real hunger to tell a story. So that that's like the really abbreviated version, but um, where it is now is that it's, it's becoming a fully fledged cinematic studio, like in your hand. That's, that's the vision. <laughs> so it's awesome. And when you go to your site, I, I, what excites me, I think the thing when I was, when I found you, however I found you and I went onto your site, is that you, it's, it's focused on or one of the focuses is like animation and, and I see a lot of like avatar type things on your site, which I have kind of, gathered that that's going to be way more important in the future than it was in the past um and you're like allowing people to do that with with animation so let's talk about what you can do with this so i mean i'm someone i have a podcast i have a newsletter i I have a job at a startup and i have my own i got a lot going on there's a lot of things i could do with with media and, and this kind of stuff so could you like walk through how someone can get started with this what they can do with it on day one and then what they could learn with what they could learn to do over time yeah, you're like the, uh, you're one of the good target customers, actually. Cool. Um, I'm definitely, definitely excited to hear hear about it. <laughs> and Chen, just interrupt me because Chen's like, she's, she's like the master of finding like people's needs for things like this. But uh, like generally just as a high level, what, what you use it for is you'd be like, I want to tell a story that involves a character right now. It's not always, it's, it's becoming even bigger than that. But um. So I have like, for my startup, I have a character that represents my brand and he's, uh, he or she is a, a, some sort of mascot. And I want, I want to really rapidly create videos that engage my customers or my fans. And I don't have the time or budget to do some sort of Hollywood budget to create like a high res short film every time. So this would allow you to say, every week or even every day, I want something that looks like high fidelity, not like an avatar creator, um, a really well lit movie with well chosen camera shots. And you could put it out at a rapid pace. Yeah. Oh yeah. Go for it. I was going to add to that. Um, the, the awesome thing is, and, and just to kind of break down the creation process so you can see what's possible is aquifer is an app. And it's, a, it's like a cloud-based creation experience. So 
with the app, you capture your voice and your facial expressions and you can dynamically and in real time um, place those onto any character, you know, very similar to an avatar, but we take it seven steps further than that. So after you capture, you can choose mood, you can choose uh, body movements that you attach to this animation that you just made. And you can also choose things like camera angle and lighting and you're literally constructing a 3D story um, right in your phone. And then after that, we render it in the cloud um, while you're creating. And within minutes, you have a Pixar quality scene um, ready to go. And for people that are content creators, like for podcasters, as you're podcasting, you can literally have your phone in front of your face, capturing your voice and facial expressions. And at the end of that, you can turn the content you created in your podcast into a visual movie in minutes. And I think the, the power of being able to translate someone's voice um, into a totally different medium and engage a totally different audience or engage the same audience in a new way is so compelling and so exciting. And that's why we work with a lot of folks that are YouTubers and content creators because they see the potential that this can bring to their audience. Cause it's kind of like a new, I don't know if I would call it a new format. I don't know the right word, but it's a new way to deliver content. And it, and it seems like a new quality, a new type of quality, which is high. And it, I mean, I sure don't know another way to create this kind of content and in a world where everyone is doing a vlog and doing a podcast, you know, you got to differentiate on content. I think one of my big questions as a content creator is you probably, I, I feel like one of you, or if not both of you or someone else on your team probably spends a lot of time trying to um, talk to content creators and like educating them on like why they, how they could use this, why they should use it. Cause it's kind of like a new thing and new things need a lot of explaining sometimes. Can one of you walk me through that process on, on you got this really powerful piece of technology. How is it communicating to the market about it? Is it, is it take a lot of communication? Do they get it within a couple of seconds? Like, like what's that, what's that process like going to market? That's definitely like a Chen question. She's like psychic with trying to figure out how to explain this to people. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I think, you know, it's, it's hard. People don't care about the technical nitty gritty. I think what's most important to creators is being able to create quality um, at volume. And, and that's the hardest thing, right? There's always a trade-off between creating really high quality content and the sheer amount of time or money you may need to spend to create that content. And in the, in a world of, releasing multiple videos a day, multiple pieces of content a week just to keep up with demand and to make sure your audience is engaged with you and your message. Um, people need that volume. And what Aquifer provides is um, sort of endless flexibility in terms of medium um, at a volume and a quality that's never been possible before at this pace. Uh, so when I walk into a room of, let's just say they're a talent management company, they work with um, creators that create stuff for teens, tweens, and sometimes preschoolers. What I tell them is like, look, kids love animation. Teens love animation. They grew up on this stuff. And I'm telling you, you can create sort of Pixar level videos, multiple a day. You can make 50 a day if you want to with an endless cast of characters um, in endless scenarios, all you have to do is think of the stories. That's what gets them. They're like, wow, I, I get it. And you're, you're telling me that I can put out, you know, seven high quality videos a day. Whereas before I, it might take me two weeks to get one 30 second high quality animated video. I'm sold. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, and as a, as a content creator on my end, 
it's just I, I kind of do a lot of studying on this dynamic of now that the internet, you know, a lot of people have access to it. Not everyone in the world, but a lot of people in the world. And and because a lot of people in the world have access to the internet, knowledge is out there. You can Google anything. There's YouTube courses or anything. You can, you know, tools. There's a lot of free tools. We're at this place where, like, there's a lot of people doing the same stuff. And the people that are really innovators in the content world are like, you know, I, I know I'm like always looking for the next thing. What's the next format? What's the next platform? What's the next, you know, what's the next X so I can get on it and then take advantage of that for five years before everyone else gets on it. And I, the reason I mentioned Avatar before is I am just seeing a lot of extremely sophisticated products work on like taking you physically and put you as a whole in the digital world and like you're kind of doing that for media and entertainment which is like super dope um one more question on the i guess go to market um strategy is who is your like i'm curious who is your ideal user for this is it individual content creators is it startups to create mascots for themselves obviously it can be used for any of these things but do you have a persona that you're really trying to hone in on or um or multiple or i guess how do you think about who should use this the most yeah we we have a very specific persona in mind and i'll tell you a little bit about you know these two people that we go after but uh, matt actually has an amazing vision about how industries are going to collide in the very near future that i think is is very um, salient to this and our target. So right now, our main target uh, customer is someone in charge of or or the creator of content for Gen Z or Gen Alpha audiences. So heavily digital, um, you know, very creator, very influencer focused, um, and they have followers of two, you know, two million or more subscribers. Um, and these are the folks that we want to work with, whether it's through their talent agency or through the brands that they're associated with. We want to get our product into their hands um, and show them that there's a, a new way to create this kind of incredible storytelling and engaging content for their audiences. And the reason why we go even as low as, you know, gen alpha audiences right now, the biggest channel on YouTube in the United States is a channel that is 3D animated videos for preschoolers. Uh, so when you when you think about like holy moly like of the top ten YouTube channels I think something like three or four of them are geared towards children and you know we're working with one of those um, Ryan's World and just the massive opportunity they have they started out as one single YouTube channel they are now a multi-channel um, you know media conglomerate and they're they're reaching into products and Target and they have shows on networks and so um, that that's kind of the collision of entertainment that I Matt has a very awesome point of view on yeah actually you were sort of touching on it so like what we see as the opportunity for us and just something I think is really freaking cool for the next five years is like, so you have these people that we're working with and we, by being partnered with them, we're realizing that they're not just channels. They're starting to become like media. I don't even know how to say the right word for it. Like sort of like a media corporation um, where they have multiple channels. They have um, characters that are their IP. They have toys of these characters. Um, and that starts to sound like Disney, right? So like on the other end, you have Disney and um, they are making wonderful, huge blockbusters with all of our favorite properties. Um, 
but maybe not engaging with the agility of these like smaller, younger product companies. So like in some ways, what we're trying to, you know, you mentioned like showing them what they would want to do with this for the really large studios. Um, we want to show them like, okay, is there a way like Thor and Iron Man could have like something where they talk to people like every day, you know, and like they're on TikTok and they're doing like dances and they're, they're fully rendered and they look great. So um, what we see is like a collision in the middle where um, large studios are trying to, to bring their content to be more engaging and more agile. And then um, the smaller, smaller uh, startup media companies, they want to start making uh, short form movies with their stuff that are not just on YouTube. They want to be on Netflix and they want to be on Hulu um, and bigger on YouTube, right? Bigger and faster and, and better looking uh, animations on YouTube and they want to sell toys. So, um, what we're trying to do is actually create this middle part. Yeah, it's it's um, extremely, extremely, I don't want to say on trend because I, I don't like that phrase, but it's directionally correct with where things are going, uh, very ahead of the curve, but not too ahead of the curve, which is exactly where you want to be. So I will, I do have to admit, I, as when you, like five minutes ago, I decided to download the app and I downloaded it and I'm like playing around with it a little bit it is it is very cool. Um, but I don't know how you built it. I don't know the technology. I don't care to know because I'm sure it's technical. But I have one question, um, and it's the last question, and then we'll and then we'll go into the the the, the vision. Is how so? Let's say I, I take a recording and I record my 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 face for ten seconds, saying like you know if you don't like your job, start making money online, and eventually wean off your job. It's just like a motivational thing for for maybe you know people that aren't a fan of their jobs. And I record that. I see it's like a mesh web, and it records that. I guess what? How would I make that animated? Is that like does that involve a a, a web app or like a, another software? How does that work? Just out of pure curiosity as a potential user. Mm, well, first step, uh, that app is an older version. So the one that we've released with all of our partners is totally different. And we're launching the new version of Aquifer in the next two months into the app store. So I would say disregard the version that you see in the app store. Um, we have totally recreated it to support this video use case that I think you're describing. Yeah. So it's like that. Um, it's a exclusive like that. Hey app, except for less people care <laughs> and less people have it. <laughs> hey, they don't care yet, but once they once they learn about yeah. it, they'll want it just as much as hey. Yeah. Yeah. So we're we're releasing um what we're calling Aquifer Studio right now with with our partners. Um, and eventually in the next two months, we're gonna release a publicly available version for creators like you. So we're, that's, that's the launch that we're sort of moving towards and really excited about. Um, and the, our app that's in the app store, we're still supporting, you know, animators. We love professional animators. They have been a huge part of our community. Um, and so that's what the current version of the app serves is it gives them um, awesome 3D files that they can use uh, in their projects. But we, you know, Matt and I ourselves are not technical animators. My background is in design. His background is in performing arts. Uh, so we want to serve other people like us, people that have big ideas and great stories to tell like you, Matt, and um, want to be able to do it in minutes. So 
if you want, I can I can put you on the list to be to be an early user of Aquifer Studio, and you can get to check out this experience we've been describing. Yeah, I'm in. Put me on the list. And let's say I I'm on the list, and let's say I'm a user for ten years. This is just an interesting transition. Ten years from now, if you know as things evolve and uh, um, you build what you plan on building, what would you say this looks like in a decade? Or I guess another more normal way to ask the question is what's the big vision for what you're working on? And in, in a decade, what will it look like? Uh, we actually, our, you know, Chen always says, the really good idea is the one everybody thinks you're crazy for right now, right? So like we, this it does take a jump to believe in new technologies um, and, and believe in our design, but we believe like in a decade, you could actually make a cinematic movie with this by yourself. And that's gonna depend on um, real-time rendering. It's actually gonna depend on 5G technology to allow you to almost have like a remote um, graphics card. Um, it's gonna depend on our design, like I said, making it accessible and not making it a technical tool. Um, so yeah, that's, that's what we believe. We think this is going to be like the way you remember, um, you know, the tales of n none of us, I don't think we're around then, but movies used to be uh, real to real. And most people didn't have them except for really, really technical hobbyists. And then um, the camcorder came out and everybody's dad was, you know, videoing all sorts of ridiculous things. Well, we think digital animation is about to have that moment. You know, so like, yeah, it's really inaccessible right now, but so was a movie camera, you know, so like we're, uh, we think that, you know, this is not all our doing, but we, uh, we believe in our design. So what we're doing is wrangling all these technologies as they're starting to reach really exciting points. You know, one of them just came to mind is, uh, is machine learning. We're doing a lot with machine learning and, uh, it wouldn't be possible without that either. I love it. I, I, based on how far technology and industries have come in the last 10 years, I have no doubt that we can get there, you know, in the next 10 years to make that happen though. It's going to take a lot, right? It's going to take some help from maybe more employees, maybe investors, if you want to go down that route. But most importantly, of course, there's the forward thinking founders community. So for my last question for you, and you both can answer if you want, or just one of you, but um, how can the forward-thinking founders community help you make your vision happen a little faster? Is there an ask that you have that um, anyone listening might be able to help you out with? Uh, first, uh, please show us some love on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, we are lacking there. Um, but I think more importantly, what we want from the community. Wait, I'll stop you off there just because yeah. I know I'm going to forget. What's your Twitter handle so I can follow you right? I'm cute. I love Twitter. So I'd, I'd yeah, it's you. at Aquifer Motion on Instagram and Twitter. All right. You have a new follower in five seconds. Sweet. Um, but the reason I say that is because we, we want to eat our own dog food. So we're going to be putting out a ton of incredible content made with Aquifer on our channels very soon. Um, and we want our audience to be able to see that. So follow us because um, we want to show people the, the, the best way to convince people that this is a new and better way of creating isn't by telling them the awesome tech that went into it. Although I'm sure Matt could spend five hours talking about that. <laughs> it's to show them what's possible in a short amount of time. So that's a, a big push of ours. Um, and, and also I think anyone who is a creator, I'd love to hear from you, reach out, you know, our DMS are open, reach out to us. Um, let me know, like, 
what you see in terms of what you need as a creator. Um, what is most challenging for you when it comes to video? If you had your perfect product, um, what would it be and how can we help? Well, I definitely know a lot of creators, so happy to spread the word into what you're working on. For the, the last question of the podcast, sorry we ran a little over, but um, is there, outside of your Twitter, which you already shared and I just followed, um, is there, what's your, what's your website? Do you have an email, LinkedIn? I guess, is there any other place people can connect and learn more about you? Um, and if so, what are those links? Yes, all of the above. So we are at um, aquifermotion.com. And if you don't know how to spell aquifer, which don't worry, lots of people don't, it's A-Q-U-I-F-E-R. Uh, we're on LinkedIn, we're on Facebook, um, and or they can email us directly at hello at aquifermotion, or they can email me, I'm Chen at aquifermotion.com. Matt is Matt, two T's, at aquifermotion.com. You're telling me there's mats out there with two T's in their name? Does that exist? How dare they? <laughs> wow. That is, that is a shock to me. So rude. <laughs> I actually, whenever I meet a mat with one T, I always, I always like freak out for a sec because it's so, I like, it's so weird for me to see that in someone else's name because like, obviously it's super rare. So I'm um, glad we were able to balance diversity here of the mats. Yes. Spelling, which is good. <laughs> a we'll very see. diverse group of mats. Uh, yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Well, I appreciate both of you coming on. I'm pretty sold that you're pretty much building the future. I'm very interested. I think the like the whole reason I wanted you to come on is like this animation, simple, low friction. I think like a lot of things aren't going to converge with that in the next, I mean, they're already converging, but even more so the next several years. So I think you're well positioned to take it and to make the vision happen. So I appreciate you coming on, sharing what you're working on and best of luck making it happen. Yeah. Thanks, thanks so lot, much, Matt. Matt. Thanks so much for having, having us on. It's been great. All right, thank you for tuning in to that episode of Forward Thinking Founders. I really want to thank our sponsors of today's episode, Turing, for supporting June's episodes of Forward Thinking Founders. If you are a startup founder or a CEO and have any need for technical talent or need an engineering team, specifically a remote engineering team, I highly encourage you to check out Turing.com and see what they can do for you. They have a two-week risk-free trial where you can check out what they have going on and if you go over to turing.com t-u-r-i-n-g.com tell them matt sherman sent you tell them matt sherman six six being the month of june thanks for listening to today's episode and i'll see you tomorrow peace